Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? So ready for this. Today we're talking about YouTube for local businesses. And we have we have a lot to cover on this because obviously there are a lot of different kinds of businesses. And YouTube will work better for some. I think there's a lot of hidden opportunity for most local businesses. And then, of course, there's a lot of hybrid options of kind of using it for your local business, but also growing an online audience. Yes. I'm super excited for this. It's it's one that may or may not be as applicable to everybody listening to this. And I, I guess I just challenge you, if you started listening to this and you said, oh, it's about local business. I don't have a local business you might still consider listening to it because there's some principles we're going to be discussing in this that will be applicable to a lot of different channel types. But of course, if you have a local business and you're considering doing this, listen up because we're going to have some awesome discussion here. Yeah, absolutely. And so I imagine some of you in Project 24 have done blogging. And the first thing to cover is, is it make more sense to just do blogging since you have limited time and energy, you can't put 100% into everything where do we draw the line there on blogging versus YouTube or does it make sense to do both for local businesses? I'll jump in here. So Ricky here, by um, the way. Oh, hey, surprise. Hey, Ricky, (laughs) when did you show up? I just, just, I heard blogging um, and I just (laughs) had to be, it like appeared. That's what happens. (laughs) Um, uh, It's funny because like, you know, I mostly focus on blogging as we publicly talk about this stuff, but realistically in most cases for what we do, I would say YouTube over blogging most of the time. The one big pro that blogging has is like I can create content and mostly just leave it and I don't have to always be creating new content. So if I'm trying to grow a YouTube channel, that's kind of the, I guess the con, right? Yeah. I have to be in front of a camera and I have to constantly create new content. Yeah. So for a local business, to me, the where this kind of shifts a little bit is like there's a lot of benefit to ranking in Google search for a lot of search queries, local-based search queries. And... Blog content feels easier to do that maybe because if you're like trying to grow a YouTube channel, then making a bunch of really local based specific content, answering specific questions, maybe feels like it'd be really hard. It wouldn't apply to a very big audience. And so you wouldn't ever grow a channel that Mm -hmm. well. So I guess that's where it feels like maybe blogging would be better. But I honestly believe that there's still huge opportunity for YouTube for local businesses and how like how far in you go on YouTube, I think just depends a little bit on what you want your business to be, how you want it to, how you want it to grow. And realistically, like, can you take your local business and is there a portion of business that you could do online? And if there is, then go all, you know, go all in, grow, grow a YouTube channel. I would add to that. I I think to your point of uh, a YouTube channel, am I just growing it to grow the YouTube channel? You have to constantly be making content. I would think that in most cases, the type of hyper-focused niche local content videos you'd be making are for the search archetype, Yeah, uh, and, which would mean that, like, I'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head, like mowing services in Boise, Idaho. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that type of video, nobody is going to click on that in browse or, or suggest <laughs> it unless they, YouTube knows they're geographically, geographically located in that area and they're interested in lawn stuff. Like, you'd be omitting a lot if you went that route you'd be omitting a lot of the power of the browse and suggested right um, algorithms because you're not making content that can actually be applicable to a lot of people because it's so hyper niche 
But with that being said, there are benefits to it, which we'll probably get to a bit more if yeah. you want to go that route. So on that search topic, would you suggest that people still make search-based videos even though they are going to be missing out on so much of that spread, but just because then their local business does get maybe higher in Google because of the search and maybe the video pops up when people search in Google because people aren't really going to be searching best lawn care service in Boise, Idaho on YouTube. They're going to search on Google. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so do you use that to their, your advantage and still try to make a video pop up as a resource on Google? Or would you say just steer away from search queries entirely? Well, that's a good one. It, it depends on the intention I would say of, of the audience whether it'd be worth it to me to, to make it. I could still just make the video just to make it. Yeah, you know, best lawn care service in Boise, Idaho. Sure, and just see. Just see what happens as long as I don't uh, try to put too much, bank too much on that. Uh, but I would be looking at the intention of the audience, and we're probably going to get to this a bit more later on also. But, for example, if I'm looking for lawn care, would I be searching on YouTube for a lawn care service in Boise, Idaho? I'm guessing probably not because what would I expect to get an ad for a local, yeah. like I'd be, Oh, welcome to greener everyday lawn service where we mow your lawn. Like that's kind of what in my mind, and maybe correct me if, if I'm wrong or if you think differently here, but in my mind, that's what I would think. But contrast that with maybe a travel agency or something, or maybe you have a tourist style of destination. You're a local business and you're touristy. Would you then maybe want to make content for a specific geographic location? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it really comes down in a lot of ways to the service that you have to offer and really like what can you provide to whoever the audience could be, right? So if I'm going to make a video that, or, or rather if I have a business that it's, I can really only serve people in my location. I do lawn care. I'm sorry. I don't have any offering for someone outside my city, um, let alone people watching elsewhere. So what is the benefit of video content for me? I think that a video does can do a much better job of highlighting aspects of your service and of showing friendliness and, and you know, showing aspects of your business that would make people want to hire you over someone who they see 10 listings for lawn care services that are three miles away from them, you know, and it's like, well, which one do I pick? And they just start perusing the different websites. If you're a local business and don't have a website, you need a website right now, um, by the way. And they start perusing the websites. And this one right there on the homepage has a big video. And the video isn't just an, an ad. I think that's a big mistake that like a lot of businesses, lo local businesses especially, make this mistake. It's like, well, let's make a video. Great. Let's do a promo like the ones that we saw on TV. And they make that exact video, like, like welcome to Greener Lawn Lawn Service, where we mow your lawn. I mean, it's like. <laughs> most of those, I feel like, are yeah. stuck in like 20 years ago, 20, uh -huh. 30 years ago. Yep. The, the mentality, the ad mentality, that this is what I see happen a lot, Yeah, is they'll create, oh, let's make a video for our business. And that's the thinking going into it without realizing it's a whole different language on YouTube. But yeah. I interrupted you. You were, no, you I were think saying that. Exactly right. They're stuck in the past. It's like, no, instead, like, let's make a YouTube style video. Let's let's have a storyline and let's make it fun or cool or whatever. And in the process, you're highlighting something about your business that makes it different than the others. And you're building a certain relationship, certain level of rapport. Cool. Every website is going to have a person smiling on the homepage, you know, for a local <laughs> business. And it's like, I don't know if that person's a stock photo or if they actually work there. Is uh -huh. it from the corporate office? Cause you're a franchise. Like what? I mean, 
Or is this actually the person that's going to come mow my lawn? I don't actually know that. But when I see a video of like people doing an awesome job mowing lawns, I mean, like it feels more real, right? And if there's kind of a, a neat story, um, for example, like I've seen some of these videos where somebody finds, you've probably seen these, YouTube, TikTok, these are all over, where someone like sees this lawn that is just like, yeah, the grass I've is a foot these. and a half tall, and uh-huh. there's just like some person sitting out front in a lawn chair, and they're just like, hey, can I mow your lawn for you? For free. For free. Yeah. Right? And they're just like, really? For free? And And of course, and then they do it, and they show the storyline. It's like, I saw one of these like a week ago, okay? And the guy's like, it took me like three hours to clean up and edge the sidewalk and get all the weeds and crap that was like growing in the sidewalk. And that was before I even started the yard, right? But then they showed, so you could see this progress happening really quickly. It's sped up. And then when it's done, it's like, oh, that lawn looks pretty decent now. And it's so what am I learning? Like, hey, this person, my lawn's not nearly that bad. What could they do with my lawn? And they were so nice. They did that for free. Yeah, they're generating goodwill, which by the way, if you have a lawn care business and you're listening to this, if you're not doing that type of video, you you should be doing it. Do it. Uh, It's an archetype (laughs) or or a a style of video that is tremendously successful on YouTube right now. Right. That whole, I knocked on their door and I asked them if I could clean up their lawn. Oh my goodness. That I actually, I spoke with a lawn channel a while back that when I originally reviewed his channel, he had about 60,000 subscribers. Uh, You can look it up. It's lawn care juggernaut. Uh, and he started doing this style of video, and I don't remember, it's over a million subscribers now. I haven't looked recently. Yeah. Um, and he does these videos that are like two hours long. Oh, really? Of cleaning so up So he's actually lawn. showing, like, yeah. he's not speeding it up. It's crazy. That's cool. Uh, and there's obviously some editing, but but the amount of goodwill that goes into that, Yeah. and speaking to this local business thing, even if you're not in, I don't know where that guy's located. Let's say he's in Texas. Uh, even if you don't live in Texas or in that city where he is, but if you you feel like it's a friend, right? But then if you do live in Texas and you find those videos, are you more or less likely to hire him for his business? Oh, yeah. Way, way more likely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've seen this same sort of thing work. So, sorry, two things. So the first one is like, that's a really good point. If you make a video that's of the type that has massive spread, it doesn't matter that almost all of the audience is not in your radius. But the people in your radius are reasonably likely to have seen that video um, or those videos or at least one of them. And then when they see, oh, you know, this is that business. This is that that person that did this. That's really cool. Of course, I'm going to hire them to do it as long as it's not way more expensive than the other guys. The second thing I'd say is like if you have a business that could have an offering, you could serve people outside of a local like small radius, then video is going to do awesome. One thing to yeah. add to that, too maybe your local audience or you know, local customers don't find you through that YouTube video. But if they find you through a Google search and they're on your website near, they're comparing you to somebody else and then you have some yeah. YouTube videos embedded uh-huh. and they click on it and you have like, a million Oh, this person's famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of like Matt's off-road recovery, right? right. Like yeah. they've kind of really combined the two where it gives them so much authority and so much trust just because they have that huge following on YouTube. So I think that's another opportunity. Yes, there's a lot of growing on YouTube. It's not easy, but there's a lot of hidden benefits, even if your exact subset around your your location isn't going to find you. It's true. Like if I got an off-road vehicle really stuck right now and I'm in Idaho, like there's a pretty good chance I would call Matt's first 
just to see if they would come, you know? It's like, no, this is really stuck. I think I need you guys just to see if they would do it, you know? And it would cost a lot because they'd have to travel really far. And then but Matt would make a video, drove a thousand miles for this yeah. recovery. He totally would. He'd make oh, a video absolutely. out of it. Oh, of course he would. And then I'd be like, hey, man. and then of course I'd turn it into a collab oh, for train treaders. And, then, you know, then <laughs> next awesome. thing we know, we made a video with Matt coming. He had no idea that we were going to do that. I might go get a vehicle stuck. That really launched a channel for us. <laughs> Dang, that's Snowed a little that's last night. Might be money. There. Go try it after this. <laughs> Maybe just to help make sure it happens, we'll take a off-roading trip down to Utah. Oh, there you go. Just to make sure that we can get Matt there. So what businesses would you say, if any, should just not really bother with YouTube, that they'd be much better served to just focus on blogging and local efforts and just probably don't waste your time. Any? Uh, that's a great question. In most cases, I can think any business could make a successful YouTube channel in any topic. Any topic you could make a successful YouTube channel. I would be more be looking at the desires of the potential yeah. channel maker. I'd be looking at, do you want to build a YouTube channel? Do you want to put in the work, uh, the the effort, the learning the language of YouTube and making videos, et cetera? And is it worth it for the results you're hoping to get? That would be the first thing I would be asking myself. Like if I, yeah. if I had a dentist office, for example, and I'm kind of focused on what I'm doing, if I don't want to make videos that will do well on YouTube, like the, the best dentist reacts, you know, dentist <laughs> yeah. reacts to dental scenes and movies or whatever type of channel I'm considering doing. If I don't, if I don't want to do that, that'd be the first stopgap. It'd be uh, maybe I shouldn't do YouTube because the secondary, and I know Ricky, you have stuff to say on this, but oh, I'll fine. say this really quick. The secondary you is did. if I don't want to do an ongoing YouTube channel, would it be worthwhile with the low effort style of videos I might be able to do, would it still be worthwhile? Like we were talking about making some YouTube videos and embedding them on my site. Uh, I'd be asking myself those two questions. Yeah, my thought there is that second option, I think basically everybody should be doing at least not necessarily to build a YouTube channel to grow it. I just think it's going to benefit you if you have a business to have some video content. Even if it means you make 10 videos and then you don't think about video again for two years and then you're like, Maybe it's time I updated those and then you do it again. I, I just think there's enough value there in today's world. It's kind of like 10 years ago, I'd have said, if you don't have a website for your business, you're way behind. Now I'm like, if you don't have any video content on your website, <laughs> you're probably going to start falling behind. I just think it builds so much rapport and makes you stand out because most businesses don't have it. There's still so many little businesses around that don't have a website. I can't tell you how many. It's like, oh, I found them on Google Maps. Cool. I want to find more info. There's no website. <laughs> you know, it's like. That's how, find, that's how people find businesses, yeah. especially local businesses. That's how I do it. Right. You know how most people do it that way. They just figure like, oh, well, if I can get myself on Google Maps, that's good enough. It's like, no, I want more info than that. You know, you can put a lot on Google Maps, but I just, it just doesn't feel like it's, you're taking it very seriously. I like that you said that, Ricky, because. Now that you say that that clearly, I think every business should have video content. I think I do agree. I do want to address something that may be an obstacle if you have a local business and you're not sure. Is it what's your perception of what video content needs to be on your website? Yeah. Is it that you need to hire a video production company that comes in, sets up some cameras, you feel super nervous, you have to read off a script, they have to edit the whole thing, it has to be a big production, it has to cost you thousands of dollars. If that's your perception... I'll tell you right now, in terms of 
current audience on YouTube, you will have less success if you do it that way than if you were to just maybe get a decent microphone and a tripod and set your camera up and just sit down in your place of business and record some videos. Right. Answer some questions. Be a real person. Show your show show potential clients around your office. Like, and yeah. hey, and this is the back room where we keep all our dental supplies. And here, here are our two rooms. And this this is what it looks like. That's that's Sarah. Hey, Sarah. You know, yeah. that, that's Joe. Hey, Joe. That type of video will do dramatically better for you than a fully produced video. <laughs> yeah. Hire some production company. What are they going to do? They're going to make a promo. They are. That's what they know how to do. <laughs> and it's not going to do anything for you. You're probably better off hiring like a college communications major that's done some <laughs> like a little bit of video editing and they'll use literally their cell phone to record it. Yeah, a light, uh, an inexpensive um, microphone, just one that'll pick up decent audio. It's going to be good enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you just say, I mean, I, I've seen a local business here that took a variety of common questions that people had. Yes. Or things that like, oh, what, what do I need to know before going into this specialist, if you're a doctor, for example, you just make those videos. You just sit yeah. down and say, hey, here's what you need to know. Here's what you need to know. Uh, typically, we're looking at this, this, and this, yep. and not this, this, and this. And when I meet with, with my clients, this is a lot of the questions they have. And you just do a Q&A and that style of video, a tour of your, of your workplace, a little bit of your story, that type of video is super easy to make. Oh, yeah. Uh, the main thing I would say is just decent audio. Just yeah. most of the time, that's... Just get a low mic, just get yeah. a lav mic or something. And then just record some simple videos and you'll have way more success with that. It occurs to me if you're a dentist, you already have that light that you shine in people's eyes. <laughs> so like just tip it up and turn it to the right level. So yeah, all you need is a mic. Or record your entire video <laughs> laying back in one of your in dental, dental chairs. Like, with hey, the light on you. <laughs> hey, it's perfect. depending on personality, if you want some personality, hey guys, totally <laughs> I'm in my dental chair and I've got the light on me. Check it out. You know? <laughs> I'm going to answer your common questions you have. You just, you're holding the phone up above. Yeah, you're holding with, the phone with above. With both hands you. and then, you know, you flip it around and say, look, we even have TVs on the ceiling so that you can um, watch, watch HGTV while, while we're doing dental work. There you go. Every dentist office should have that by now. I, I don't know. If any that don't, you well, should have that Well, you look at now. that, <laughs> you, if you're comparing local dentists uh -huh. and you go to the websites, one of them has a bunch of stock images of smiling, pristine teeth people. Uh -huh. And the other one maybe has some happy people in it, but but the first thing they see is a video and it's, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm Dr. Black. Welcome to my office. Let me show you around. Yeah. Bro, I'd be much more likely to go to that one personally uh -huh. because it's like, oh, it's a real person. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, it takes away a lot of the fear of going to the dentist. Is right. a real person. Here's my equipment. This is what it looks like. I'm, you can trust me type of thing. And if you have any like special tools and stuff, it's like, hey, you know, instead of just picking at your teeth for an hour, we have ultrasonic cleansers and not all dentist offices have that. It's like, well, we have this and it makes it faster and it's highlight less, the better things. Yeah. Highlight those things that make your office a little bit, a little bit nicer, make the experience a little bit better. Absolutely. Now on the other end of that, because Nate, you, you said, think about it's not necessarily about what the business is. It's more about what you want from YouTube, right? You might be that dentist who's like, I really only enjoy the times when I get to help a homeless person who's got really bad teeth and hasn't been to a dentist in 15 years. Mm -hmm. And those are my favorite people to work with. And honestly, like, I don't really like doing much else. It's like, okay, cool. You could make an epic YouTube channel where you do dental work for free for people who need it and... That's they, the only type of content you would yeah, need to make. Yeah, transform, transformation videos. Transformation. You've seen barbers who do that, like who do yeah. 
complete like makeovers and stuff for people who just haven't gotten been able to get clean and have good hygiene for a long time. You could have a channel where the channel is your moneymaker and the service you provide is, yes, it's providing entertainment for other people. That's why you're getting paid, but you're doing the thing that you love to do and making an impact on somebody where like the work you do in one hour has a huge like from start to finish. It's just night and day looks different, right? People like to watch that. It's a it's a perfect built in storyline. Perfect. You could make a, yeah. a YouTube channel out of that, grow it to the point where it's like, cool, I see three patients a week because, and all of them are these kinds of people. Um, and the rest of the time, I, I don't have to just, I don't have to go to an office and see people with perfectly good teeth who just need a cleaning. Yes. Um, like, I'm just tired of that. So, cool. and what that's would what you, you want? That's what you should do. For that type of channel, realistically, if you're considering building that type of channel, uh-huh. what would you need? I would say, at least a decently interesting personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. you talk to a camera and at least sound somewhat interested in what you're doing. You'd need to be willing to record things. Uh-huh. And you'd need to be willing to uh, maybe some decent audio, just a little mic right. or whatever. And then just be willing to cut together a video. Mm-hmm. Slap together a thumbnail before and after. Like if you're yeah. doing something like that, it's simple. Yeah, thumbnail. Take a photograph of the awful teeth beforehand and a photograph of after, boom, there your, your thumbnail's done. And then do that. It, that's as I was thinking. Is there anything else that you would need to really do that? I mean, you can go further into the strategy and make more, you know, higher edits or more engaging videos or storytelling. But really, sometimes people prefer just a raw story. This right. is what happened, and I was willing to film it. Uh-huh. A lot of those lawn care videos, all they do is they have they'll have sometimes like a, a camera on their uh-huh. on their body somewhere on their head or something, so you can see, get a point of view. And then they'll have a tripod of a camera and they'll just set it up and record a little bit, mow the lawn here. All right, turn that off, you know, go somewhere else, mow the lawn here, edge here. And so all it is, it takes a little bit more time Mm -hmm. because you have to set up cameras and then you have to edit. But beyond that, it's really simple. Yesterday, my brother and I, because we have this terrain treaders brand that we're we're starting up and I'm like, we we just are going to need a lot of good B-roll. We're like, cool, well, let's go. We drove up into the mountains a ways in his forerunner. So we got some footage driving the forerunner and literally it's just like cheap suction cup mount for a GoPro on the side of the car. You can see the car is about a quarter of the frame. The rest of it, it's like we're driving along this beautiful reservoir on a dirt road. You know, it's like, that's cool. And then we stopped and I put the drone out and put it up and turned on the active track so it would follow the car. And we drove for a little ways and that was a little bit of a pain because it, it doesn't always work and whatever. But like we got some fun, cool shots. And then we went hiking for a few hours. And same thing. He put a GoPro on, like on his backpack strap. I carried one on a little handheld tripod thing and got cool scenery, got some shots hiking for a long time. And he was telling me about how he watches these channels where people like record their whole hike. We're yeah. talking hours of hiking. And he's like, you just turn them on and it's kind of just going in the background. I'm like, okay, is there like music and stuff? He's like, no, it's just the nature sounds. You just want to hear the nature sounds. And it's like, okay, that's... a bit of the ASMR realm there. Like, yeah. Like the the visceral experience of experiencing nature. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we just did that for a few hours and, and then put the drone up too and got some footage of us hiking and kind of just practicing with the drones, trying to get better at shots. Just get some drone footage of you working on someone's teeth you're a dentist yeah <laughs> you're like working Some on someone's shots. teeth and then it does the they call it the droney where it like it's like right in on you and then all of a sudden it just like 
flies away, <laughs> but still focused on you the whole time. And so it, you just think it looks like you're in an office and next thing you know, it pulls out and you're actually in the middle of a park. And then the, and then the drone hits the corner <laughs> of the room. Right. <laughs> it's like, it goes four feet and blah, falls. <laughs> oh man. So for train treaders, are you planning on trying to make YouTube videos that have storylines? What is this B-roll? What is your plan with it? Yeah, my, my plan with it, um, and it's not a local business, but that's, that's fine. Um, my plan with it right now is I just wanted a lot of footage. Uh -huh. Some of it might just be like on the homepage of the website, instead of just like a big banner image, why not just have cool nature? It's, it's a moving image, right? It's, a, uh, it's like a, one of those autoplay. Yeah, it just autoplays silent nice. or whatever. People do that that's on cool websites idea. and it just kind of pulls people in a little bit more. And then for the channel, my plan, what we do really well is informational videos. But I'm like, I, I feel like here we have an opportunity to move to more entertainment, but there's still information that you learn from these. It's like, if you watch Matt's Off-Road Recovery, you're like, I need to know how they got that vehicle out. Cool. Like, I learned a little bit, but I also was just entertained for 15 minutes. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of more the feel. It, I want to take this opportunity to practice a little bit more uh, on the entertainment side. And do you think B-roll is a good way for local businesses to get started and maybe putting some of that on their website, like their building or mowing lawns or whatever work they do is kind of just not necessarily an embedded video where you have to hit play, but kind of just there as it's like the banner image or something. Yeah, like I think so. I think like if you mow lawns, try to get some really interesting shots. And this could be like, put your phone on a little tripod, but put it more like at ground height, you know, yeah. and then the mower that. goes by and you see like, I don't know, you can just kind of see the, the change happening as it passes or the edger goes by and it's like, it goes from, there's, you know, grass overall onto the sidewalk. And then all of a sudden it's coming by and we have this clean straight line. Mm -hmm. um, just shots like that that have interest that could just kind of play on a cycle. Yeah. Works great for a banner uh, on a website. I don't know. It feels a little bit more like you've like you've really tried on your website and it's not just like something you made in the 90s and left. Right. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because that's what most local business sites yeah. do look like. And some of them are only four years old, but they still look like they were made in the 90s. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So one last question, and that is if your plan is to do kind of the opposite, maybe you have a successful local business, you're not really trying to get a ton of new local traffic customers, but you do want to take it online, maybe make it more passive or just grow it kind of beyond what you're capable of selling often just time for revenue locally. What advice would you give to people doing that? So you're saying you're, you're local. You don't necessarily want to spend a bunch of time on YouTube. Is that how I you're local and you're not trying to grow your local business anymore. You're trying to grow your business online at uh, this point. Yeah. Maybe grow a passive income stream from it or, or expand because you've kind of capped out locally. Ah, uh, yeah. I could see that too. I would approach it like, almost like it's a fresh new thing. It's a whole like new that. business almost with the same topic. And if same you're planning, branding? if you're planning on, yeah, same brand. Yeah, it's your same company, same uh, brand. Actually, depends, depends. I'm, I'm going to add some, some uh, asterisks to that. <laughs> <laughs> it, for example, if your local brand is called, uh, let's see, uh, Aspen Dentistry, would I want to call the YouTube channel Aspen Dentistry? Maybe not. I might want to call it my name and then 
yeah. or Dentist Joe, if that's my name or something. I might actually change it a little bit because it seems to work better on YouTube if it doesn't sound like a really businessy or corporate type of thing. Uh, so what I would do is I think of it almost as a separate thing and say, I'm growing an entirely new audience with this. It's the same concept. Maybe a lot of the branding's the same, the same topics, uh, but I'm approaching it entirely differently. I would be going into, I'd be going through the compass, uh, the channel compass in the YouTube system and saying, uh, what, what's the archetype I want to go for? Am I going for entertainment stuff? Even if my day-to-day job is I'm, I'm a dentist, Am I actually reacting to dental scenes? Am I actually testing dental products? Am I actually, you know, breaking dentures and see how durable they are? Like, there's a lot of angles you could take it with that. I'd say I'd be going through the compass and saying, okay, what's my archetype? What's the area I want to approach with YouTube? And then from there, I'd be producing videos almost independently. And then I could also mention I have my local business. I have, I, you know, every, every day I go in and I fix people's teeth, but that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm doing this instead. I, I, I yeah. kind of be approaching it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. The other thing to keep in mind is just like, if you're, if you're adding this thing and you're building an audience that's geographically everywhere, then, you know, what is my offering to them, right? Um, if I'm doing dental product testing or dentist reacts or whatever, if it's like dentist reacts, then maybe it's just, I'm building a passive income stream. I'm going to make a bunch of ad revenue because I'm going to get millions of views. If it's I'm testing products, maybe I'm going to get thousands of views, but I'm going to get a lot of affiliate income. Maybe at some point because I'm, if I'm testing dental products, then I'm appealing to other dentists, right? Maybe I'm going to do one that's like how to become a dentist, how to get through dental school without or whatever. And so then it's like, maybe I have an info product. You know, if you do something very physical, right? Use the example of quilting. My mom and sisters have a quilt shop. They, people literally will piece together a quilt, the top of the quilt, and then they will literally ship that to my sisters. And then my sisters will take it and they will quilt it on their big long arm quilter. So that all the stitching that the pattern stitching and then bind the edges and then ship it back. That's an offering that they can do for people wherever, because a lot of people throughout the world in, there's not anybody in town with a long arm quilting machine. So they can offer that service. And because they have this, they, they do more through Facebook, but because they're known on social media, they have people that like them and watch them from all over the place. And it um, allows them to do that. And so if it were something where you could use that to expand your local business, the physical offerings that you have, then, you know, maybe you've capped out what you can do locally, but not necessarily because you can't hire more people. Mm-hmm. You've capped out because there's just not more business to be had. Yeah. You, you're the dentist for 40% of the people in town and there's just, you're not going to get any more. You expand beyond that by having a different offering for people all over the place or having the same offering for a dentist that doesn't work. It's hard to work on people's teeth if they don't come into your office. But for quilting, there are things you can do, right? They can also do affiliate marketing, recommending products, things like that. So just think about that. Think about how, what's, what can you offer people that can earn you an income and then make sure that the content you create and the archetype allows you to be able to do that, which by the way, entertainment, you can make just a lot of money. There's a lot of people making a lot of money just from <laughs> YouTube ads. So. Yeah. yeah. Always good to go to. Yeah. I like that. The thing I would add, it's piggybacking off of what you said, Ricky is uh-huh. there's the possibility that by going online and with a YouTube channel, there is additional forms of income you can right. produce even in your same industry. Like, I liked your example of the quilting thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if you're capped out locally, but you can sew together things for other people, they ship it to you. Right. All that created nifty little service for that. 
then that's great. Or lead generation, or there's a lot of ways you can approach it. Tons. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful regardless of what niche you're in, um, especially locally. There's a lot of differences there, but hopefully you got something out of this and we will talk to you next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.